It is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure to welcome you today to the My Disney Addiction podcast. Say that all in French. Bienvenue! Yeah, aujourd'hui, nous avons parlé au sujet de la belle et la bête. Oh, man. Using my French minor. You put me on the spot there. I was not ex- expecting that, but hey, I think I did a pretty good job. Well, you had a French minor, so you should be at least minorly good at it. <laughs> Very well said, sir. Yes. So, how are we doing, everybody? We are back on the podcast pre-recorded air. Yes. Gotta love it. <laughs> With your host, the Disney detective, Greg. And your number one ghost host, Chris. Wow, I love that how you played it out. Yes, I um, made them wait for it. I like I'm it. just ADD. I really have no idea what I'm doing most of the time. Whatever pops into my brain, actually, that's not true. I keep a lot of what's in my brain in my brain instead of coming out of my mouth because gotcha. I'm getting a lot of trouble. It's it's the filter, right? Yeah. That you've I've built it up over the years. Over the years. Oh, good. I have built it up. Good. So, <laughs> so what's going on, Greg? How have you been? It's been uh, a week. It's been a week. Yeah. Um, just trying to to stay healthy, you know, and. In uh, the beginning of the year, when it gets cold up here in Wisconsin, it's it's hard to you know try to keep a good a good immune system going. Uh, I haven't really been sick for a whole lot, so uh, not complaining here. Not complaining. Excellent. How about you, sir? Oh, it's how's on? life with the two girls? Oh man, dude, let me tell you, it's great. I love it. My Madeline, my oldest one, she is love. She's loving being a big sister. She's always trying to help. Oh yeah. It just. Whenever like Madeline, uh, whenever Lily, her name is Liliana, we call her Lily, is crying, Maddie runs over to Lily and says, don't worry, don't worry, big sister here, big sister here. And she's like, oh, it's okay, baby. It's okay, little girl. It's okay, little sister. Big sister here. And just like pats her head, gives her kisses, tries to put a blanket on her. Like, oh, like just super great. Love having, you know, girls. They're great. Love being a dad. Just so much fun to watch them interact, even though Lily's a baby and doesn't right. really do much. So here's a question I have for you. Uh, when Madeline wants to dress up as a Disney princess, which princess Elsa. does she go for? Elsa. All right. El- everything is uh, Frozen. Gotcha. But she doesn't call it Frozen. It's called Anna Elsa. Anna Elsa. Yeah. Okay. That is what it is called. That works. I mean, you, you got the sister duo. And uh, for Liliana... Uh, which one do you think that she will like? I know that it's relatively early on, but which one uh, do you also maybe want to dress her up as? I have no idea. Well, I don't mind dressing up the girls in a lot of the Disney princess things. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one she's going to gravitate to because Frozen came out in 2013 and Madeline wasn't born until two th- 2017. So we're talking, and it's now 2020. Right. So, how, so it's six years later and my daughter's obsessed with it. Right. So... I have no idea what's going to happen with that. All right. All right. Fair. So, Fair enough. So we are going to get back to the focus of our podcast today. <laughs> Laser focus, I'm sure. We are going to be continuing our series on the Disney Renaissance. Yes, which is also French, which means rebirth. And <laughs> I can just look. You're like, all right, Greg, that, that's great. Good for Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad uh, <laughs> we got that out of the way. Yeah, a little bit of a language uh, lesson here. And it's perfect because Beauty and the Beast is actually, uh, it's set in France. And it's based off of the story, La Belle et la Bête, which is also French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Wee oui, wee, oui, sir. Wee oui, wee. Oui. 
Monsieur. So, <laughs> let's jump into uh, a little bit of uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I like that. You got a little whistle there. Um, <laughs> that reminds me in... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, here's a tangent. Uh, in in uh, Arrested Development, have you seen that show? I've seen episodes. Okay, so um, there's a brother called Job, and he's this. Uh, he's played by... Will Arnett, mm -hmm. and like whenever he gets punched in the face or when he gets angry or something, um, his 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 uh, his like fake tooth like gets like chipped a little bit, and then he starts to whistle whenever he says his <laughs> s's and his yeah. z's. <laughs> exactly. It's I could I could do that old guy from Family. Yes, Chris. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> How you doing? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yes. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Mm, that's good. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, so Beauty and the Beast is, uh, this movie is the third of the Disney Renaissance time period movies. La Troisième, the yes. third. And the one that was second, like we talked about on the last episode, was actually The Rescuers Down Under, which right. came out uh, obviously before this one. And this movie is the, you might want to call it the third movie uh, I mean, the second movie, ugh, I can't talk right now, came out in uh, 1990. That was September 29th of, no, what am I talking about? I wrote down the Focus, note. Chris. I wrote down the note that, okay, so the little, uh, little more ready. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh, the film was released in, on September 29th, 1991. So The Rescuers Down Under came out in 1990. Okay. So one year uh, between those two. And it is based on the French fairy tale by, I can't pronounce this name, Jeanne-Marie Jean Le Prince de Bonmont. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. Let me uh, <laughs> let me see if I can do it. I don't know if I can, if I can get that right. That was awful. I suck at French. So we will see. All right, let's see. Du, du, du. Oh, yes, it is Jean-Marie Le Prince de Beaumont. Okay, so I was horribly off. So Safe to say, yeah. I might as well have said it American. <laughs> right. Ronnie Mary Le Prince de Beaumont. That was beautiful. Yeah. It just rolls off the tongue. America. <laughs> America. So we're going to kind of go into... Uh, the cast really quick here. Mm -hmm. um, once again, this movie, you know, got great, you know, reviews. Um, everybody loved it. Um, it won two Oscars. Two Oscars. Yes. Uh, the first of which uh, was the best music original song. Uh, so Alan Menken and Howard Ashman got that. I do believe when they won it, Ashman had already passed. So mm -hmm. he, it was a posthumous win for him. Uh, and then it was, and they also won uh best music original score yep so they definitely took it to town it was cool though because beauty and the beast i think is the only animated movie that was nominated for best uh picture mm. for the oscars right no i think was it the lion, lion king, king was? lion king okay. actually i think won the best oh it I might think. have okay well we'll get into that during our lion king episode yeah. but yeah i think but uh beauty and the beast was like the first one that was ever nominated i'm like wow pretty, pretty good right for Oscars? You're right? No. Or is that Snow White? Snow Maybe? White. Snow White won Maybe. the Oscars. Okay. So, yeah. See, now, now it's my turn to uh, not know what I'm talking no, about. No, because <laughs> when um, Walt, when that movie came out, they gave Walt seven, seven little mini little Oscars, Oscars right. for it. Okay. 
Or maybe they won, like, best animated. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Yeah, they might have won best animated. I don't know, but they, did, they didn't even have an animated movie section. You're right, right because that. that was, like, the first of its kind. All right, we will Time get... for research. <laughs> okay, once again, ladies and gentlemen, we are just Disney fans who love talking Disney. We are not Disney history um, PhDs. Historians. Historians. Hey, like, that is not our wheelhouse. wheelhouse. We are not historians on Disney. No. I mean, I love reading Disney history. I've actually requested a few books from my mother and father-in-law for Christmas for some Disney yeah. um, history. But let's get into the cast here. Yes. So for Belle, we have Paige O'Hare. Ooh. For the Beast, we have Robbie uh, Be- Benson. Benson. I want to say Benson. Because I'm thinking of Jody Benson. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah but it's Benson. Benson. We have Richard White as Gaston. Ooh. We have Jerry Obrak, Obrak, as yeah. Lumia. We have David Ogden Steers. David Ogden Steers. Ogden. Yes. I, I suck at names. I butcher names. So, like you could say, "Hey, can you pronounce Gregory?" I'll be like Sam. <laughs> like that's how bad I suck with names. Jehoshaphat. No, yeah. but it's cool. David Ogden Steers. Uh, he plays Cogworth. Yep. And and he's the narrator. Yes. He's also in a different Disney film. Uh, actually, he's in multiple. Yeah. But he plays in Pocahontas as the villain. I forget his name. Oh, you're talking... It's the guy with the plumy hat. The overweight Captain Hook. Yeah, Who's you're talking guy? about... Um... Who is that guy? I don't know. We're gonna, we'll figure that out later. Yes. Anyway, um, sorry, so continue. We have Mrs. Potts as the one, the only legendary, oh. historic, epic Angela Lansbury. Yes. We have Bradley Price... Pierce, Pierce, Price, Pierce, Price, uh, Bradley, Pierce, Pierce, yes, as Chip, as Chip, we have Rex Everhart as uh, Maurice, Maurice, and we have Jesse Corti, Corte, Cortai, Corti, Corti, Corti. I'd say that's a fair, fair assumption. As uh, Lefou, Lefou, we have the music. Once again, you already mentioned uh, Alan Menken and uh, Howard Ashton. Ashman. Ash. Ash, Ash. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Why do I say names? Why do I use words? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, but it we works. have some of the best uh, songs, some of the most famous ones. Agreed. Um, some of the ones that everybody knows is we have Belle, Gaston, Be Our Guest, and, of course, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. It's a tale as old as time. So let's kind of get into uh, the story and the plot here. Yeah. So <clears throat> I won't get into the intro because that's actually one of our questions. But the whole overarching story is that uh, this prince and his kingdom were essentially cursed mm-hmm. and got turned into a beast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just because of his ignorance or, or the fact of like the way he treated. We'll get there for the intro. Yes, sir. But um, eventually... Uh, um, Maurice ends up there. Belle finds him there. You know, chases him there. Not chases him, but goes looking for him there. Yeah. The whole point is that the Beast has to fall in love by his 21st birthday. And he has Or he'll a, be cursed to stay within the body of this Beast. Yep, for and everybody more. in the kingdom will be cursed forever in that. Right. And the point is... He ha- well, the other uh, thing that he has as an indicator is he has this rose, this enchanted rose, that every single petal falls off. Um, I don't know if it's every single year a rose petal falls off. It just shows the lapsing of time. Basically. And so, like, he keeps that safe. Like, that is, like, his 
thing that haunts him forever. And so he has to fall in love. And obviously nobody goes there anymore. So when he meets Belle, essentially he um, allows her to stay there in a nice room. And But he has very strong rules. Eventually um, she gets Stockholm Syndrome. and To put it nicely. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually she falls in love with him. Um, and then, you know... Gaston finds out what kind of what happened and when uh, the beast lets um, Belle go because her father is sick and dying um, the you know Gaston goes crazy who is like the town you know buff you know arrogant strong guy yep and Gaston sends a group of people to go to the beast's castle kill the beast um, the beast and everybody there put up a fight they do well Eventually, you know, Gaston stabs the beast, and the beast ends up dying. But luckily, Belle has fallen in love with him at this point. He transforms back into the prince. Is, now, is that Prince Adam? Is there a Prince Adam? I, th- I think. I think that's... I don't know. Double check that. Yes. Um, Looking it up. But uh, And then everybody gets changed back into the uh, human counterparts that they were, that were furniture things like random whatever objects that they were in the castle so they could turn back into their human forms um not what we were talking about but the live action movie does a lot to kind of bridge the gap on well how could this whole town have not known what have happened to all these people because they're employees at this castle so where do they all go um like all this stuff like they explain in um the first movie like which is very nice um so eventually, that's the whole movie. I there's a song in uh, uh, a score song, an instrumental song uh, that I absolutely love. Um, in this movie, it is at the end of the movie. It is called Transformation. Uh, okay. It is when the beast is transforming, and I think it's just I think that song is amazingly great. Um, look it up; it's awesome. Um, but so that's the whole overarching story plot of the movie. Just kind of in a quick five minute thing. Um, awesome. And you're right. His name is Prince Adam. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. So, uh, before we jump into some of the questions, Greg, um, overall, yeah. kind of like individual things in the movie, like what did you think of the movie? Like what'd you, what did you like about it? So, I, I really did like... Because you were a French minor, so I'm sure you probably took some French history too. Yes. Yes. Uh, I watched the um, live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. It was a French film in the, I believe, in the 30s, 1930s. Before you saw this one? uh, No, after. So I sort of went in with, like, the Disney lens. Yeah. Uh, But I was curious to see what the the French would would do it like. Like, oh, will it be closer to the actual story from um, that Jean-Pierre author? And uh, it was black and white. <clears throat> it was a lot scarier. Uh, and, of course, it, they didn't uh, bust into song. Um, every- really? No, no, believe it or not. Surprising. It feels like Disney's the only one that does that. Yeah, right? Uh, but in, in terms of, like, the Disney magic of retooling it to uh, a different audience, a different uh, day and age, I think uh, Disney did a very great job with Beauty and the Beast. Uh, reason you know why it was chosen as one of the best picture nominees for 1991 uh, for great reason uh, great songs composing again it was they were riding off you know 
from the coattails of Little Mermaid, you know, that push to continue Disney animation, but the movie stands on its own. It's not saying, oh, this was popular because Disney had such a breakout hit with The Little Mermaid a couple years before. It's its own movie. It's a completely different feel, different characters, whereas, you know, how Ariel fell in love with Prince Eric literally from the moment she set her eyes on him and saved him at the beginning of the movie. Uh, it didn't really change at all. She would, uh, she risked life and limb literally to get her man. Whereas in this movie, it starts off, oh, the beast captured Maurice, who happens to be Belle's father. Belle's goes, you know, confronts the beast to release him. There was no love between them. Uh, the beast was so jaded. He's like, I'll never find love. I'm going to be, you know, uh, forced to live in this horrible body for the rest of my life. Uh, there's no hope in the world where Belle's <laughs> like, I just want my dad to be saved because I don't want to live without him. Uh, it turns out, you know, then she sacrifices herself, her freedom for her father, and things just begin to take a turn, and then they, they fall in love. So again, it's like that unlikely place where you find love, and the supporting cast is phenomenal. I think the movie, like the, the part of the movie that changes for me, it's like, oh, this is turning into a, like a good situation for Belle was when, uh, I, f I forget the name of the song, but it's when they're outside playing in the snow. Um, <clears throat> oh, it's, uh, oh my goodness. Hold do you on. have it li listed out? I don't have it listed there just uh, because I don't, th um, hold on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was, it's like something. Oh. I can't believe I don't have this song listed down because it's oh my gosh what is it what is that stupid song called <laughs> it's not stupid it's beautiful it's uh here hold on i'm, I'm coming up here got it yet <laughs> <laughs> so, got it yet man <laughs> uh oh yes it's called something there so i was something on something there yes uh that's my favorite song in uh beauty and the beast i know we're jumping to that question now but i i just have to say it i don't know why i love it it's a really intimate song that says, you know, Belle is finding these quirks from the Beast very adorable. And it's saying that, you know, he is, she's sort of personifying him uh, into, you know, this this person who that she can care for instead of the, just this Beast that a lot of people are associating him to be just because like, you know, he's a recluse in his own mansion. He's, uh, he's not a very social person. He's more Beast than man where Belle's like, no, there's a man within him, or you know, there are reasons why she doesn't know that though. Right, exactly. But it, but it's like, just like an instinct inside her. It's like, you know, it's just, it's great. But not only is Belle singing it, but the Beast is also saying that he's having feelings for her too. Well, um, he knows that he's human. Belle doesn't. Right, exactly. So it's that cool, you know. He he knows it, but she doesn't. But yet, both of them are sort of coming into the same feelings for each other. Um, which is great. And, uh, but overall, going back to the, the movie as a whole, I, I do enjoy it more than The Little Mermaid. I think it's just the growth of both of those characters uh, really cement it for me as being a great Disney movie and a, a quintessential one uh, that should be brought up when talking about some of the best Disney movies out there. Yeah. Um, I think the movie is... A great movie. I think overall, I love. The, I mean, I think it starts off with the animation. I think the animation was bumped up like so many notches compared to The Little Mermaid. 
I, I think it was beautiful. Yes. Like the color schemes in that movie were great. Um, I would say like I think the I don't know, man. I just feel like even the scenes themselves just were more encapsulating than I feel like The Little Mermaid was. Right. Character development wise, so much better. I think the even the side characters, I liked the interplay between Lumiere and Cogsworth so yes. much more. Oh, yes. I then mean, Founder and Sebastian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were great. Yeah. I thought uh, Gaston. Um, you love to hate him. Yeah. It's weird. Like, he's evil, but he's not really, like, evil. He's evil. just a jerk. He's just an arrogant jerk. Yeah. And but, like, he probably would have made, Bell. like, a decent husband because it's like he provides he's loyal he will do anything to make sure that he can get bell i mean granted right. he does some things that are kind of shady to do that yep but like he wasn't trying to conquer a kingdom he wasn't trying to imprison no. people he was after the love of the town's biggest bookworm yeah well <laughs> He put it as she's the prettiest. That's why he deserves her. Right, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of arrogance there. Yeah. Even though those triplets, though, they're pretty attractive. And tr <laughs> Sorry. I just had to say that. I hate you so much. And they were goo goo gaga over Gaston, but maybe that's the thing. Gaston wanted to chase because he's a hunter. Think about it. I can't. <laughs> Think about it, yeah, bro. You're trying to get me to move on, but that thing that you said, gosh. Those triplets... Let me tell you. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Okay. Um, Woo, moving on. Overall, I thought the movie was great. Musically, um, I thought it was... like The individual songs I thought were much better. I thought the score was so, so good. Oh, yes. So much better than Little Mermaid. Um, I will uh, kind of get into it. We'll go into some of the questions here. So... With this one, I actually think the intro for Beauty and the Beast is f one of the best intros for any Disney movie. Okay. Explain yourself. So it starts off with them panning through the woods, mm -hmm. and it shows up like in a castle, right? Everything is clear. Everything is good. Yep. It's zooming in on the castle. The colors, like roses, like it pans in on roses, like hitting a tree first. And it zooms in onto the castle. That's like all oh, elegant camera. Ooh, yeah, and it's so beautiful, action. and it's like nice, tall, big castle. Yep. Um, it keeps zooming in, zooming in, zooming into this one stained glass picture of this prince. And I like how they intro the story it's through a great stained setup. glass. Right. I really loved it. It was so beautiful, very, very, very cool. Elegant. I loved it. I, it yes, elegant. elegant. I loved it. Um, so I love the way they explain that through stained glass and then it pans out and it makes the whole castle dark and then it goes into the west wing and then you see this figure scrape uh, a picture of this prince. Um, so I thought it did a very good job with that. Um, so I think that I really love the intro. My wife and I think my sister-in-law actually think Beauty and the Beast intro is the best Disney animated intro for the renaissance Ooh, i have to disagree i know you have to disagree because i know who what your favorite one is um maybe maybe i don't know but so that's what i so that's what they would okay. say what do you think about the intro how did you overall again i i think they do a phenomenal job at setting up the story uh and in, in a way that it's so artistic and uh again it, it 
like you said, it, they just up the level of animation from the previous couple movies. Uh, and it, it, again, just sets the stage. It sets the tone of the movie. And yeah, I just, I just can't get enough of it. I'm a huge fan of stained glass. Uh, and of course, when it, everybody thinks of Beauty and the Beast, they think of that stained glass with, you know, Belle and Prince Adam, you yeah. know, them, you know, dancing together. You have the rose above, then you have all mm-hmm. the other characters. I mean, it's just classic. It's elegant, like you said. I'm a huge sucker for that kind of stuff. Uh, if it's very well done, uh, very tasteful, um, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and for them to actually make this more of like a fairy tale, like they're actually doing it. It's 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 not really meta, but it's saying that you know this is rooted in a story, uh, and the way that they told it is is phenomenal. So I, I really do yeah. like the beginning. And so, kind of moving on here, who is your favorite character in this movie? So, you know, earlier how I said you love to hate him, I, I would have to say Gaston's my favorite character. Um, I just, I, I love just the way that he's, how the voice actor um, sort of breathes life into that character. Um, there's a reason why Gaston is one of the more popular uh, characters at Walt Disney World. You know, have you to seen get those YouTube videos of Gaston with all those uh, people lining up, and he's just like this weird, like bantering. Like, yeah. Like one of my favorites is actually there's two of them. Go on YouTube. Um, for all my Disney addicts out there, you have to watch this because if you're a Disney addict, you will love this. Look up Gaston. Um, gets yelled at by a little girl, but this little girl takes a picture with Gaston, and essentially she's arguing with Gaston, saying, "You don't get to have Belle. The Beast does." And Gaston's like, "You just get out of here and go make me a sandwich. You've been doing too much thinking." She's like, "You're not gonna marry Belle. Uh, you're gonna lose." And he's like, and it's just hysterical going back and forth. And my other one that was great is this one. Know this one. This one guy yep. tries to upstage Gaston and do push-ups yep. and he's they're going back and forth back and forth and then Gaston's like oh I think he needs a hand and then he goes to a one-handed push-up and puts his hand out to help the guy and the guy just collapses yeah I know like and Gaston he was he was actually doing one-handed push-ups the guy tries to do it falls I'm yep. like that is the epitome of Gaston that was perfect I loved it yep I loved it so I know. I go on watch that so many times go on YouTube everybody look up Gaston interactions um and you'll it's it's plenty of fun plenty yeah. of fun tons of great content so yeah gaston is my favorite character in uh beauty and the beast i love the song that he sings of course it's uh gaston. Very, very modestly titled gaston yeah um and yeah i mean just his his uh, i guess view of the world and how he's so narcissistic it i find it hilarious just because I know that in, in real life, like I wouldn't be friends with that kind of guy, but just to see a character like that, like you love to hate him, and I just enjoy his scenes, even though he's but, very off base and he's, you know, I, my one of my favorite lines in the movie, and I'm not, I'm not a chauvinist, and I am not like. I think my wife, my wife is smarter than me. She's got a master's degree in educational psychology. Oh, there you go. Like. I love my wife to death. Mm-hmm. Like she is, like the best wife ever and best mom. That's awesome. That's awesome. But <laughs> my wife loves reading, and so like sometimes 
you know, she'll say something to me. She's like, oh, we should do this. Or Chris, you shouldn't really do that. Or uh, how did you forget to do this? And then I make, like sometimes throw a line out at her. I'm like, you know, you read too much. And here's the problem. Let me tell you what your problem is. And I quote the line from Gaston. It's, you know, it's just not right for a woman to read. Soon they start thinking and getting ideas. <laughs> and, then she, and then my wife just gives me that look. And if I really got her, that day like if i'm really annoying her she'll just like hit me in the chest oh there you <laughs> she'll go she'll just give me a swing to the chest but oh. i love i love poking at her and that line that's from good. gaston is just like <laughs> that's the epitome of like arrogant man it is exactly yep i know um yeah so gaston's my favorite character did you ask me for my least favorite yet uh, not yet not okay yet. so what who's your favorite character um my favorite character is probably lumiere uh i think he is the positive vibe who's always trying to be encouraging, trying right. to be like, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it. But he's also the guy who tries to help calm the beast down and reason with him. Right. Um, but he, but he's also like, he's one of the funny antic guys from the movie. He's also like the musical highlight of the movie for me. So I would say Lumiere is amazing. And obviously, you know, Ewan McGregor, as oh, Lumiere, so I mean, even though he sounded a little Mexican in a couple of the scenes, a it's like a little bit. Aren't you supposed to be a French candelabra? Yeah, <laughs> not so, a Mexican. But I, I, Lumiere is my favorite. I, I love okay. him, and he's actually in my favorite song of the movie, which is "Be Our Guest." Ooh, all right, there that you go. That is my favorite song in the movie. I think like it's great. That's love. my second favorite. Song. Yeah, it's like all the silverware and plates and food, and it's just it's an. An extravaganza. Yeah, it's, it's a smorgasbord. A smorgasbord. Of just like, it's just like, once again, like when the animation is done well and the music is so much better, it like, it just is, I think it's like a beautiful, beautiful scene. I absolutely love that scene. That is my favorite scene in the whole movie. Beautiful. So, so who is your least favorite character? Least favorite character, I would have to go with Maurice, Bell's father. Really? Yeah. You were hating on the dads. You hate Tri uh, King Triton. <laughs> hey, you're right. You're hating on Maurice. Yeah, I mean Maurice, like he's he just seems like a bumbling, lovable father. Like, I I I, I can't take so you hate away. me. All right, great. No, no, not at all. No, it's just I I can't take points away from being a bumbling, lovable father. But um, again, it's just the situation that he gets himself in. Um, and I think also the way. Just like, you know, when, um, when after Maurice comes back to warn the village that, you know, like the beast has Belle, yeah. you know, he was, he was sort of put as like the, like the village, um, like idiot, you know, and, uh, I, I didn't really like, that. I mean, of course it was like Gaston's, like it fueled him to then, you know, paint Maurice like that. But again, it's just, it's just the quality or like the personality of the father that, that made him. But he was an inventor. So he was a little bit eccentric, you know? True. Yes. Um, it, 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 it just didn't go for me. Um, of course, like a close one after Maurice would be LeFou. Didn't really, I mean, LeFou's okay. Mm -hmm. He's, he's just that weird sidekick to Gaston. Um, but yeah, Maurice would probably be my least favorite character, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Okay. How about you? Um, my least favorite would probably have to be LeFou. Okay. I just, like, I get the character is somewhat comedic, 
you know, but I just found LeFou to be kind of... A fool? Which yeah. Is fr- I mean, LeFou is French for fool. Yeah, I just I just found him to not be intimidating as a sidekick no. villain, and I didn't find him as funny as he probably could have been. So, I don't know. I, I think everything taken in together is just meh with him. Yeah. So that was just my points of, of, of view with him. I didn't didn't hate him, didn't love him, just thought he was meh. Right. Overall. Honorable mention though for favorite characters. The triplets. I hate Gotta you. bring that up again. Oh my god, I the hate triplets. you. Just shut up. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so you said we both kinda said what our favorite songs were. Um, were there yeah. any songs that you kind of thought were just like, uh, didn't really do it for me. I just felt kind of like, meh, wasn't really necessary. No, no. I mean, it's just a great collection in, in general. You have something there, my favorite song, Beauty and the Beast, uh, you know, Be Our Guest, Gaston. I thought something there was that one for me. Oh, really? Out of all the songs, I okay. felt like that one was the meh. Okay. It was just the ma- like I I got like it was the musical way of showing time going through and them getting to know each other and then maybe like what's going on inside their heads and why they're thinking that way I think that was a good push forth it seems sort of like the part of your world in the Beauty and the Beast like you know like how Little Mermaid had part of your world to sort yeah. of understand like what's going on in Ariel's mind to push the movie forward yeah. I think something there is that kind of song for Beauty and the Beast yeah I like uh, so I was just meh about it okay. That's fine, even though I love the song, and it's my yeah. favorite. Um, so I think, so you don't really have a, a, a meh song. No, no, I don't. I think overall, just, it, it's great. I think great. they were all great. Yeah. I, just, I just think on in the level of songs yeah. out of that movie, I think that one ranks on my lowest. The lowest rung? Yeah. yeah. Completely fine. Um, which one would be on the lowest rung for you, then? The lowest rung... I don't know, Come on, man. You have to make a choice. I know, I, I, I do. I don't know if I want to say it though. It, say it. I think it's Beauty and the Beast. What? See, I know. What? Word. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, just base again. Like so many people disagree with you. Well, here's like, the I thing. Hear my, I hear my wife's voice listening to this already yelling at you and say, <laughs> "No, I don't agree with him." <laughs> Uh, you know, I know it's it's the sad fact when you have so many great songs. Literally, the collection of the Beauty and the Beast songs are so phenomenal. It's so hard to pick one that like falls like down there. But for me, I went, <laughs> I I sort of ranked it based on okay, how how many times or like what is my mood that I would like I would need to listen to these songs. Like something there, I would always want to put on, never skip. Be our guest is such a great song. I can just jump in along and, and sing with with uh, with Lumiere. Um, you have Gaston. I love singing that too. Um, and th- I mean that, that that's just a great fun song. Um, and then you know Beauty and the Beast. It's a, it's it's a ballad, of course, but it's a very touching, enchanting ballad. Something though that. I need to be in a certain mood to listen to. Granted, Angela Lansbury's voice is great. It was a one-take wonder from her. Um, again, lightning in, in a bottle. But when I compare it to other songs of the movie that I enjoy listening to more, or maybe more often, that's how yeah, I, I, I came up with Beauty and the Beast. I don't know, man. I think you have got a lot of people 
upset with up you. Up in right? arms. Now because they're they, going to be bringing pitchforks and fire to my home saying, oh, he's like the beast. Kill him. <laughs> so the thing is, though, like with Beauty and the Beast, that song is one of the highlights of love songs. Like uh, almost, true. almost, I would say almost across any animation. Okay, yeah. Because, I mean... I mean, for a lot of major Disney fans, that's like a wedding song. Yes. And I know I that because that. the three ladies that the, I know... The triplets? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. You you gave me that one on a silver platter. I, I did, but I just... <laughs> I, it's great. I hate you so much. I want to know what their names are now. But it's like... Uh, Madeline, no, not Madeline. <laughs> Never mind. I was like, that, that's a French name. I know you You gave me that look. It's like, be careful what you say next, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Uh, what if one of their names is Madeline? What if? Well, oh, no. <laughs> my, wife, anyway, my wife is a little bit French. Oh, she is? Yeah. Very nice. Um, Sorry, I, I derailed you there. So French, German, continue. Irish, yeah. Polish. Oh, French, German. Okay, that, that's a good selection. Strong. Um, so, let me think here. Um, I think. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so the triplets—they're also known as the bimbets. <laughs> so, bimbets, short for bimbos. Probably, yeah. Just yeah. like the French version. Um, uh, their names are Claudette, Laurette, and Paulette. So you're safe. Okay, so what was I talking about? <laughs> well, you were. What were you? Doing? Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, yes, you're saying so, that the three. So women my or wife whatever. walked in to Beauty and the Beast. I can't remember if my sister-in-law. I think I don't know if my sister-in-law walked in or walked out to Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And my other sister-in-law either walked in or walked out to Beauty and the Beast. I think she walked into Beauty and the oh, Beast. Oh wow! So. I'm like it's got I know a special if, connection to you and your so, family. Well, and I'm sure there's tons of people. Oh, for sure. For weddings, that for is sure. like one of the for sure songs, right? So I'm like, I don't think you're going to get a lot of support on that one. Yeah, I know, I know. See, that's why I was so hesitant to say it. But again, I love them all literally equally. No, you don't, because you just put that on the literally. Lowest See, like it's that's the lowest but you have no idea how close it is to the other ones they're like they're, they're basically a tie but if i had to choose and you you made me choose sir i did make you choose so it was because there the is a hierarchy in your brain so thank you for it's showing a very slight one it's like if you have to shake it down but like if you look at it they're they're also they're just wonderful in in their own regard i still love the song just out of all of them, it's the one that I choose to listen to the most infrequently. I think maybe it's because I don't have a wedding song yet. I mean, I don't even have um, a, a significant other to speak of, to think of my wedding. But, you know, th that that could be one um, that, that I would love to, That's to hear playing. That's if your significant other... If your special lady in your life loves Disney. Oh, she would have to. Like, that's, that, that's a deal breaker if she yeah. doesn't. Um, that's a Greg fact. That's... So that's not a Greg fact. That's just a fact. Well, it, a Greg fact could it, be It's a not fact true. for Greg, but that is also... See, the beauty of Greg facts are you don't know if it, if they're true or not, but if it's said with a certain amount of passion, it is true. But you say a that's lot of... A Greg you pretty fact. much say everything with passion. I do, which which means that it's true for me. Therefore, it's a Greg fact. <laughs> see, it's very subjective, but I think it works. 
So, but truth rises above subject subjectivity. Yes, it does. Philosophically, you there can't. You okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, so, um, we kind of talked about what are some of our favorite scenes in the movies are. Yep. Um, so, what do you think about Gaston as a villain? So, do you I, think he was like? Would you? I, I know he's a villain, but would you term him as a? I wouldn't. Big villain. I wouldn't, because his his motives are very. Uh, small-minded and it, it only concerns him like it's not world domination they're not looking at he's not looking to take over a kingdom he's not looking to uh change the world or to you know have a bunch of followers into you know making him like the like the biggest thing you know there is his main goal is to win over the most beautiful uh bell in, in the town which just happens to be bell and when she's not you know picking up anything he's putting down you know that just infuriates him more. I think he wouldn't have any beef with the beast if he didn't find out that Belle was, you know, falling in love with him, or, um, you know, that she was taken by the beast. Like honestly, I think he probably would have wanted to kill the beast either way, because yeah, he's a hunter and he sees this big gigantic scary creature that he now knows is like, oh my gosh, I he guess. lives like ten miles away. I mean, well, like I, I, I don't really see him doing it like right away i think there needed to be an instigator or something like that to push him to you know actually battle or try to defeat the beast and it, it just happened to be bell yeah and I he's mean, like oh wait like the girl that i love that i don't that i literally cannot live without yeah. or who i cannot live without no i agree with you i think on, as a whole i don't think gaston is super villainous no i think he's i think he's kind of a big jerk and could potentially be seen as like, all right, dude, you're trying to go out of your way to kill this thing. That's not the best thing to do. But if you got rid of the beast part of it, he's just an arrogant guy trying to win a girl. Yep, that's it. Yeah, there, there, there's no like world domination scheme. There, there isn't anything that would make me like shudder in fear of him, yeah. honestly. So, but again, he's just he's really fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, just his personality. It's like wow, like this guy's such a jerk. But okay, so now this is where things start getting tough. Ooh. Belle as a Disney princess. Okay, Belle as a Disney princess. How do you feel she stacks up on the ranking of Disney princesses? And let's even get a little deeper. as she What she represents as what a Disney princess is, how do you think she does fulfilling that? Right. Um, overall, I've always had a special place in my heart for Belle as a Disney princess. I, I really loved her character. Um and I guess the journey she went to, uh, she was selfless. Uh, she gave up her freedom for her father's. Uh, she uh, just doesn't have a bad bone in her body. And she was able to stand up to the beast where a lot of people might cower. Like, honestly, if I was faced up against the beast, like, I would, I would cower. You know, it's like, he's intimidating as all get out. Uh, but Belle, she had that that fire inside her, you know, again, it's for her to stand up for her own. She created her own destiny and she was able to do something that not a lot of people would do. Like they would, she put her life on the line. She sacrificed herself to save someone that she loved. Um, but again, of course, in true Disney fashion, it worked out at the end because she fell in love with this, this person who then turned back into this handsome prince. So um, overall, I think she, 
I mean, she she doesn't do a whole lot of gr growth, I should say, in terms of her personality and her maturity, because she always I think already had that at the beginning. Everybody loved her. She had a good head on her shoulders. But if anything, like if, if she did grow anything, it would probably to not judge a book by its cover as much, which is yeah. sort of, you know, um, ir not ironic, but interesting just because she loves reading books. She loves, yeah. you know, she, she has that bookworm quality. Uh, I think that only strengthened it just because like you have to get to know someone before you start making judgments. And I think Belle did a good job at that. And she was trying to understand where he was coming from. She just didn't shut him off, um, which I think played into why I love her as a princess so much because uh, she's strong she's smart she she is opinionated but it it doesn't make her close-minded yeah. i would agree with everything that you stated um i think bell is one of the i would say one of the best disney princesses out there mm -hmm. um i would on the scale of disney princesses i would probably put her at around uh, uh, Personally, for me, I would put her in the top three. Me too. Um, me too. Yeah, so that's what I... Yeah, I would put her in the top three for sure. I don't... I know my top two. I don't know what like the like the third would be. Like, Belle would be number two probably for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I would go with Belle as number two. All right. I, I don't know who number I, three would be, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, 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 see, we'll, get, we'll, exactly. we'll see if we can figure out if, who number one Ooh, is. Yes. Um. But uh, overall, I thought the movie as a whole was a great movie, artistically, musically, character-wise. I thought it was great. Yes. Um, I do not think it is the best Disney movie in the Disney Renaissance, period. I would actually say it is number three for me. If I had to rank the top three Disney Renaissance movies, I would put it at number three. Okay. What about you? If I not had the, to not rank the princess, it. but the movie as a whole. The movie as a whole. Ooh, I I would put it at number two. Wow. Okay. I put it at number two. I think I know which one's gonna beat out that one. Okay. But uh, we'll have to wait for that and we'll see what happens that's right we gotta we, we, we gotta keep the people coming back so i think that was pretty much everything that we have for you today we were i agree so you know we definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions once again uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Greg, you want to tell us what all those uh, connections are? Yeah, on Facebook, you can uh, follow us and message us and like our content uh, on our page, My Disney Addiction Podcast. On Twitter, you can also find us. Make sure you follow us there uh, and check out our um, daily or every other daily uh, posts. Uh, our handle is at My Disney Addicts. And then for Instagram, don't forget about that. Uh, our, I guess, handle on Instagram is my underscore Disney underscore addiction underscore podcast. And Chris, if, if any of our Disney addicts want to be featured on our podcast, uh, why don't you let them know how they can do that? Yeah, so they can 
you know, message us because every single one of those have messaging options. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook all have messaging options. You can message us. Please do. We've already gotten messages from some people. We want to interact with you because generally if you message us, we'll probably get back to you within a couple hours, definitely within that day, and interact with you. We want to interact with you. So you can let us know um, if you could besides just messaging us. If you're able to take a video or audio and send it to us. And what is our actual, uh, we have a Gmail account as well. Yes. What is that? It's my Disney addiction podcast at gmail.com. Yes. If you email us with an audio or a video clip with you stating your name, where you're from, and how long you have been a Disney addict, we will feature you on the podcast. And we want to do that with all of our um, uh, other Disney addicts out there. But please message us. We do interact with you guys. I, I try to make sure that if somebody you know messages us, we respond to them within at least one to two hours of them messaging us. Exactly. So we want to hear from you guys. We do. So I think there is a lot of. I think we had. I think we had a lot of good content in there. What do you think, Greg? Yes, I I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, and don't forget to uh, make sure to rate us. Give us those wonderful five stars on your podcast platform uh, and make sure to write us a review again because that helps us out and it also helps you know other people um, you know try to get the feel and the vibe for this podcast and that's that's our ultimate goal is to just uh, create such a huge loving Disney community here and we're gonna end the episode here today mm-hmm. with a Disney quote here it is all and right this Chris. is from Beauty and the Beast specifically rightly so. So this is uh, the Beast telling Belle, talking about that enchanted mirror. Take it with you so you'll always have a way to look back and remember me. That's great. And there we go. So remember this podcast. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow, and we will catch you guys next time. Yes. On the only podcast where you can find your Disney fix. That was a Titan Cast episode.